Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. The people who are winners in radio are ones who have an ecumenical worldview of media. They are aware of media trends beyond radio. Now your guides through the media morphosis. Noted communications second generation broadcaster and media strategist, David Martin, and author of the book Brand With, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. Walter Sterling's been on the radio since he was 15. He worked for a suburban New Jersey station for minimum wage as an on-air DJ. And then one day, the owner said to Walter that if he helped dig a ditch for the new transmitter, he would pay Walter double minimum wage. Well, of course, Walter turned him down because after all, he was a star. But it did teach him a very special understanding of radio management's value for on-air celebrity. He was one of the very first guys to do talk on FM radio in New York City, and his alter ego, Walter Sabo, has programmed enormously successful stations all over the country. He was the youngest executive vice president in the history of NBC and held executive positions at ABC before becoming a top media consultant. Walter understands the inherent strength of radio versus other media, and perhaps most stunning and bizarre about our guest, while in high school, he was a founding member of the game Ultimate Frisbee, even though he clearly knows absolutely nothing about sports. Brand with On Demand welcomes the media artist formerly known as Walter Sabo, Walter Sterling. So, Walter, you've been leading media innovation for a long time and watching it even longer. Thinking back to the last five, ten years, what do you see as one of the better things that has happened to our industry and, conversely, some of the worst? All right, the best thing that I've seen happen in radio in the past decade is that every day, radio station earns a listener. Every single day, that listener has multiple options and has for a hundred years, but every single day... Over 65% of Americans listen to the radio, and they're volunteers. They're listening to the radio because they love it. They're listening to the radio because whatever we're offering today is viable, entertaining, embracing, engaging, whatever you want to call it. That's the best thing we do, and we do it every day. We also do it with virtually no resources. It is done on the basis of uh, the individual creativity and dedication of the executives at any given radio station, of which there are very few. And the worst thing that's happened in the past decade is our continuing and progressive goal to ignore what I just said. We seem hell-bent on believing that radio is dead, that it's dying, that the audience doesn't like it, that younger people don't like it. We constantly look for trouble rather than celebrating our success, marketing our success, and doing an incredible public relations job so that our success is part of the culture. Instead of that, we always look for trouble. We're the only medium, and this started about 20 years ago, we're the only medium that keeps seeking the smallest measurement of our audience. We look for time spent listening. Meanwhile, cable sells homes past. They don't sell how many people use a given channel. They sell how many people can get cable. Magazines don't sell how many people buy a given issue. They sell pass-along readership. They figure that every issue has two and a half people looking at that issue. What do we do? Rather than selling QM, which is what we should be selling, or even quarter hour, we keep selling things like time spent listening. 
which is the worst possible measure. Walter, you've had years handling large corporate uh, PD duties and your big consultancy, which is really international in scope. And now you're back on the performance side. And as usual, you're doing a number of things that other people just aren't doing. If you were to pick one thing that differentiates today's winners from those still wondering why they aren't winning, what would it be? The difference between executives who are winners and losers in radio are the following. The people who are winners in radio are ones who have an ecumenical worldview of media. They are hyper-aware of activities in all other media. They watch daytime TV. They know trends in cable. They read magazines. They read newspapers. They are aware of media trends beyond radio. So your pioneering spirit has led to many media milestones, starting with the introduction of what is now called AC to those NBC FM stations back in the day, later the evolution of FM talk on stations like TKS in Orlando and Jersey 101.1. So where do you see the next chapter of radio evolution happening? The next chapter of evolution in radio is taking what works, our proven success, the things that we know work, and evolving them to the next level and bringing them up to date. If you were to listen to a CHR radio station in 1985 and a CHR radio station today, and you simply cut out the songs and put in new songs into the air check of 1985, you would not be able to tell the difference. Same production value, same uh, laser stingers, same phone filter with the promise, you're going to win $1,000 in our national contest. Nothing's changed. And who are they talking to? I would give anything to hear a radio station, a music radio station, actually talk in every break with information and entertainment to a specific listener. Instead, they keep doing DJ talk, just DJ talk. Coming up in the next hour, we've got 28 minutes of nonstop music for you. Well, that's how it sounded in 1990, 1980, 1970. Where's the evolution? When are we going to start to talk to the mom who's sitting in the waiting room waiting to find out if it's a boy or a girl? When are we going to talk to the dad who's a half hour late to pick up the kid at Little League? When are we going to start to talk to the parents who are going to go to a parent-teacher conference? And here are three things you better do at a parent-teacher conference to let that teacher know that you're on board and you're keeping an eye on them. When am I going to hear that content? I say it's time to scrub all the production, get rid of all the voiceover talent that you use, and start from scratch. Walter, as a guy that's uh, got a long history working with different station folks, what do you look for when you're identifying a PD or a brand manager who gets it from those who might not? Well, I mean, what's the characteristic of a great program director? What I look for in a program director is three things. Number one, that they have an understanding and a profound knowledge of all other media. They are not radio myopic. They are able to look at magazines, television, newspapers, and they're aware of all trends in other media. That's number one. Number two, that they are willing to fight for their product. It is easy to make a format. It is easy to put on a radio show. The tough part is protecting it. The job of a program director is to protect it from the interesting ideas from the lead salesman, from the interesting ideas of the market manager, from the interesting ideas from corporate. Their job is to be hyper-aware of local interest needs and trends, serve those interest needs and trends, and protect it from interference. Because the worst thing a radio station can do is be inconsistent. It can be 80% great and 20% wrong. But as long as it's the same 20% wrong every day, that will work. The third thing I look for is somebody who 
loves talent. I look for program directors who know how to hire talent, but more importantly, really love what somebody on the air does for a living. They respect it. They know how to nourish it and nurture it and make the talent feel good. And that comes through on the radio. So as you pointed out, sometimes it does seem that radio can be eh, allergic to innovation. Still, you have made a lot of impact and maybe a few waves, but you've always been a change agent. So that said, what advice might you offer someone who wants to remain relevant in a media space where everything keeps changing? My advice to someone who wants to be innovative and cut through and become indispensable on the radio is to pay attention to what you know. Pay attention to the fact that the person getting in their minivan right now with those three kids has a lot more on their mind than whether or not you're playing 10 in a row. Talk to that. Pay attention to what you've learned about your listener and what they care about and act on it. It doesn't matter if you know a lot about the listener. It doesn't matter if you care about your community or you're involved with this charity drive. The key is to act on it. We are with the one and the only Walter Sterling. Somebody you'd like to hear from, we'd love to hear from you. Just email show at brandwithondemand.com. And that person or persons can join other top hosts personalities and media thought leaders like the award-winning sherry lynch of the bob and sherry show westwood one sports vice president bruce gilbert ladonna harvey from kogo san diego and so many others all joining us on brand with on demand sharing insights secrets and techniques to help you keep up with all the changes yeah you're right kipper and our goal is to help you our listeners create great radio brands and the online bandwidth strategies that can help keep your career moving forward coming up walter shares his thoughts on the biggest opportunity for local radio hiding in plain sight listen today lead tomorrow brand with on demand get behind the wheel of a race car you need total control maximum power top speed and winning results get behind music master scheduling software and you can expect the same that's why so many programmers around the world have not just made the switch to music master but quickly became raving fans take cjaq programmer mark Pooley. we were having trouble getting the sound we wanted with our old software music master has performed flawlessly editing is faster we're getting better rotations and it's way more fun to use I honestly don't know why we waited this long to switch. Don't just cross the finish line. Redefine what it means to win. Contact Music Master today and let us show you how. Visit MusicMaster.com or call 469-717-0100. That's 469-717-0100. Music Master. North Carolina Radio Station of the Year, I'm Susan King. I'm Michael Hart. In the News Talk... The local news for Phoenix, I'm Debbie Young. I'm Ed Heistin. One key difference between traditional radio and other options is local information. Virtual News Center can help. From the Wolf Boom Radio News Center, I'm Peter Colleen. In any language, money talks. I'm Jen Austin. When your news budget breaks, Virtual News Center can fix it. Click their ad at brandwidthondemand.com. Opportunities hidden in plain sight. Brandwidth On Demand. And we're back with Walter. Walter, what's the biggest opportunity that you see for local radio practitioners that's practically hiding in plain sight? The biggest opportunity that's hiding in plain sight for radio today is to talk to women. Before 1984, talk radio in America was 
targeted for women. A majority of its cum was women. And the topics on the air were of interest to working women and stay-at-home moms. Talk for Women is what launched the format and kept it thriving for 70 years. Well, what happened to that audience? Uh, Gee, they're watching Maury and Ellen and Judge Judy and Jerry Springer. They've gone to daytime TV, and the $4 billion in daytime TV revenue used to be ours. Please notice that from 2008 to 2009, the radio industry has suffered a $4 billion decline in revenue. Where did that go? It went to daytime TV, because those shows are discussing the topics that those advertisers, Procter & Gamble, Colgate Palmolive, want to invest in. And we're not. We gave it away. We invented Conversation for Women in 1928 on WOR, and then we gave it away. And that's what daytime TV does. That's who they talk to. They take the topics that were proven successful on radio for 50 years, put them on daytime TV, and the advertisers went with them. So what's hiding in plain sight is talk to women. That's Walter Sabo, Walt Sterling to the rest of us. Hey, the expanded play of this interview is available at brandwithondemand.com. And coming up next, the view from the corner office. Hubbard Radio president and COO Drew Horowitz. Well, the first thing I always like to say is no dumbbells need apply. Uh, you need really smart people. And uh, and I think, uh, you know, we, we, we say that somewhat tongue-in-cheek, but... In reality, that uh, there's a lot of people, very qualified people out there, but you really want people who are innovative, ideative, creative, smart thinkers. Uh, and uh, if they have that DNA, then you really have, uh, I always have a high level of confidence that we will o- always manage to get the uh, mission accomplished uh, because they've got that ability to think. That's a wrap, Kipper. We've got some ideas on how to do better promos. You'll find it in the one-minute martinizing at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your bandwidth be wide. Any reuse or redistribution of Brand With On Demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. While you're at it, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us in the iTunes store or wherever you get your podcast. Your feedback helps others discover Brand With On Demand. Not your average quarter hour. Dave Martin and Kipper McGee. Brand With On Demand.